This episode of The Read Option is brought to you by Alive. Now take a moment and listen to all of the offers that Alive brings to you this Super Bowl season. Stay in contact with the people that you need to make fun of with Alive. The new year just got even better with Alive. Keep your number, switch your network, and you can get great deals on great phones for the entire month, like the Alcatel 5085 for $49, the iPhone 8 for $599, or the Samsung Galaxy Note 8 for $649. Remember, you have to make the switch to take advantage of these deals. Promotion good at all Alive stores throughout the country until January 31st or while supplies last. Terms and conditions apply. Alive. Believe in best. lot of us are depressed that we don't have the matchup that we wanted more than anything else but i don't know who y'all talking about you know who's not depressed this mother i don't know who y'all talking about first of all blake Bortles is still amazing i'm not gonna back off that yeah, there's no reason that you should back off it john blake Bortles. <laughs> he played. brought great happiness to jacksonville this year he did he did and we're gonna get to blake later but i want to begin this podcast in a very special place that is near and dear to my heart we have been clamoring for weeks for the Patriots to put number 13 on the field. And the minute they put Philip Dorsett in one package, he makes perhaps the play of the game that shifted the momentum. And we want to take out this special moment on the 10th Year Seniors podcast on this edition of the read option for Cardo to officially thank the Dorsett family for the Patriots going to the Super Bowl. Carter, you have the floor. I mean, I don't understand why I have to thank the Dorset family. Thank the Dorset family for everything they have contributed I feel to like the I'm Patriots d- making the Super Bowl. You no, I'm, owe I'm, us. I'm very grateful for what Philip Dorset provided, but I Ruffle. think I've been I, I, I've been the person, you know, the last couple of weeks telling you that his moment is coming. I mean, it's what the Patriots do. I mean... I did, you you um, know what the greatest thing about his I'm catch sorry, was? John, did you hear thank you in that? No, I heard blah, blah, blah. Like, very I love Tom Brady. Like, yeah. And you I didn't hear thank you. Without the Philip Dorsett catch, which was off a of flea flicker, we saw like ten of them today. <laughs> so they many would, flea flickers. They what would, the hell? They would not have won it's the, the way game. You win a championship. Game. Also, if you think about it, right? Dorsett wears one three thirteen, yes. and his catch was three one. So he just flipped his jersey number around and bam. I feel like he wears thirteen because of Dan Marino. He's a Florida kid. He grew up in Miami. Yeah, he wore thirteen because he knew championships. Can you just thank him? So because I'm not no, getting very off grateful. the spot. I'm no, very grateful. That's not what I asked you to I'm do. I'm very grateful for everything Philip Dorsett provided for us today. Leave the podcast. It was a, it was a clutch play. If you're not going to thank Philip Dorsett. It was a clutch play. If you're not going to thank the Dorsett family. I'm not, the I'm not going to thank Bowl. him because we still have one more game left. He still has I a said for of, getting there. Uh, for this win. His job is not done. Well, he, it, the, okay, hold the on, hold job on. of getting to the Super Bowl is done. Cardo, no. let, let's ask this question. How many plays did Philip see today? Uh, he was on the field three plays. I feel. See, we have no way of checking no. that. Go and check it. We're gonna diverse After and say he was injury. on the field for one play. 
Yes. One quality play that counts because no, you know, it was one quality play. Now, that was the only play he was in the game for, and what happened? He's one for one hundred percent. They <laughs> might as well throw the ball to him every single play. So if he gets nine targets, that's nine catches for it seems like two hundred and seventy yards, give or take, and three touchdowns. Yeah. Could he please give that performance in the Super Bowl? I mean, could you give him nine targets? <sighs> could you just stop? I think we got nine targets. Microwave minutes, though. dog. Mike, hey. <laughs> Shout out to whichever one of our followers uh, was watching the C.I. Gibson Doris Johnson game. I don't remember who it is, but they were making one fun of one of their friends that plays for Doris Johnson, saying he didn't even get microwave minutes. I gotta tell you, that was a gift you've given to tenth year seniors, whoever you are out there. If you're listening to this, thank you very much. Keep those comments coming because the comments section in those games it keeps us young. It it's very lit, entertaining. It's I love lit. them more than I love the actual <laughs> games. But Philip Dorsett caused the Patriots to go to Super Bowl. He really did. And two four two to the world. Whatever. Not, not Danny Amendola. No. Okay. Ah, Philip, you know what? You know what the problem is? And he doesn't see it. If Philip doesn't make that catch, Danny Amendola doesn't get that. Tom Brady doesn't throw that touchdown. They don't get the W. The drive is dead if Philip doesn't make that play. John. Just and saying. It's still a difficult catch. The drive is dead, and so is the Patriots season. Anyway, let's shift gears since uh, <laughs> Ricardo chooses to be an asshole. Shut up, Philip Dorsett. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so once again, we have the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I think this is the eighth time in this current incarnation of this dynasty. Like in the six years that we've been watching football, yeah. (laughs) So this team in the Super Bowl for the eighth time, is there anywhere else in sports or anywhere else in life that we expect this kind of greatness from under any circumstance? Because the Patriots were losing. The Patriots were losing... By 10 and nobody was rattled. I was talking in a, in a WhatsApp group and I was saying to Charo, this is in no way over. Like, we fully expected them to come back because you just expect that the bar is set so high and they reach it and exceed it every time. Is there any place else where we have that kind of expectations of greatness on somebody and they continue to meet it? Kobe. I, no. Kobe. I think the only sport that you could it's compare Kobe. it to right now is baseball with those miraculous comebacks. Like when the Cubs came back down 3-1. That's the only thing you could compare it to. Like, it ain't over till it's over. That's Kobe. the baseball saying. And that's pretty much the Patriots way. Kobe. <laughs> Kobe. It's nothing else y'all can say is Kobe. is the only thing. Let's take it outside of sports. Is there anything outside of sports? Because I thought of what came to mind for me was Quentin Tarantino in any movie he puts up. Uh. That's like you ex- you expect a Tarantino movie to be great and more often than not it meets that expectations. I would say the same thing old Disney movies. What? Yeah. <laughs> old what? Disney movies were a lot better than the new ones. I mean, he kind of right though. Because Give me an example. Like The Lion King was lit. Yeah, but I feel like The Lion was lit. I f- like okay. w- think Give of the me movies. give me one more and I'm sold. I don't because I feel like Lion King's and an Aladdin. Aladdin was Pocahontas also Pocahontas was lit. Uh, Bambi. Kind of child rapey. I was a never big Pocahontas Just saying. Fan. She was like 13. That shit was weird. Jungle Book was lit too. Yeah. Okay, fine. Old Disney movies. Do we feel the same way about the Warriors? Do we think of no. the Warriors in the same way of they're going to be great under any circumstance. Why not though? Is it because they're at the be- they're more so at the beginning of their run or at the middle and we and the Patriots are eight championships in? Because the difference is Miami Heat. Miami Heat had this Warriors run, blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden, in two seconds, it could go poof, gone. Where the Patriots have consistently I mean, done this with just Tom Brady and 
a bunch of white receivers. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm Philip Dorsett. No, see, Thank John, you, John. John one is absolutely right, but I I think it's a little more because with the Patriots, you you have every reason to think this team would lose. Like today, Gronk gets hit upside the head, concussion out for the game. You lose him, that makes him and um, Julian Edelman done. Who does Tom Brady throw the ball to in this Philip situation? Dorsett. Philip Dorsett comes off the bench in the right position, makes a play. You have Deion Lewis, one of the most dependable players we had on this roster all season. He has a fumble. What does he do on the third down that we actually need a first down to ice the game? Makes a big run. That's the reason why you separate teams like the Patriots from any other team in the history of sports. Because you always find a way to get it done no matter what. Yeah, and that that kind of spirit and that kind of belief system, it, I mean, to me, it feels kind of like organized religion where you really just expect the Patriots to do the same. The faith you have in the Patriots, that's what that's what I'm talking about. Not in the sense that yeah, the Warriors are seen. the same kind of dynasty. I just want... I, I, no, I was what just I'm thinking, trying to say I don't this. think there's anyone else that we have this yes, kind of expectation we do. on. It's called Alabama. The co-national well, champions. I don't even think Alabama is. I don't even think they have this. This, this. What are you talking about? Have I you? don't think any other team faces, and y'all could probably kill me for this. Faces the adversity the Patriots face the situations like we saw today. Go back to the Atlantic Super Bowl. Go back to the Seattle Super Bowl. It's situations where you, where every other team, you say, "Well, that's it. It done." Nobody feels that way when you see the Patriots in these predicaments. Agreed. That's. Which brings me back to the original point. I feel like this is something that we've never seen before because I can't. The last time I remember thinking this team is going to win no matter what the circumstance, and I had that constant belief over the course of a decade, was the Chicago Bulls. I don't remember having that feeling with anybody else. I had a Kobe, but it is what it is. <laughs> Kobe, though. <laughs> You like Kobe too much, though. Eight out, eight out Did you visit bro. Kobe when he came to Nassau? No, nope, he was here for a short period of time. But he had to get back to LA. But Kobe, though, he light up the wharf, though. Y'all saw it. Let's how, did he, how did he light up Everybody the wharf? Everybody was happy, but it was a joyous moment. You on were Street, happy. I mean, it's like... You know what was strange about that video? People were really just shouting Kobe. You understand? Like, he don't know his fucking name. <laughs> like, why would you just shouting Kobe at him? Did he turn around and say, is this what people in the Bahamas... What do you think his impression of the Bahamas was? They like me, left? bro. I got to call Rick. That's exactly his impression. He caught Rick Fox. He had so. to be surprised at the reaction. <laughs> nope. Like he's Kobe Bryant and he goes all over the world and you have this extreme adulation, right? But I don't think there's anywhere else in the world that people would just be amazed at him walking this, and shout his name. This is Los Angeles East. He knows it. Everybody in the Lake organization know it. Do we appreciate the Patriots dynasty for what it is? Because I feel like in real time it's it's and I understand greatness is very difficult to not not to just maintain but to be appreciated in the moment because i think the the common thing that most people do with greatness is you hate it people like to see excellence but only to a certain extent so i think you have a lot of people that hate the patriots do do you guys think that we are appreciating what's happening right now you better appreciate it because we might not see this again that is exactly how I feel. I feel like it's it's very difficult in football carter you are a diehard patriots fan and i know you get people just you, you you get the hatred anytime the Patriots go down a touchdown. You get like people do it innocently, like me trolling you, but then there are actual people that really, Take really hate seriously. the Patriots for no reason, no, right? Do you think the dynasty itself has been appreciated from two thousand one to now? I don't think the dynasty has been appreciated, but added to that this is a point I keep making to people. Watching the Patriots over this last this 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 new run that we're on, it it made me understand the LeBron James phenomenon more so than any other thing. 
With LeBron James, he makes it the finals after finals. He has great season after great season. But people find a way just to, okay, LeBron has a triple-double, yeah, but the team lose by two. He <laughs> carried the team the entire second half. LeBron goes to their post down 15 rebounds. Yeah, but he didn't make enough passes. He didn't make that 16 rebound to win the game. You understand? Like, it's stuff like that. And then when you hear people argue about the Patriots, it's those little notions. Tom Brady literally put a team on his back in the fourth quarter. But we'll find a way, oh, well, this happened or that happened. The referees, but they cheat. Really? You watch, you had to sit down and watch it. No, that this was a great dominated. That over was the a great catch in the back of the end zone. You can't. Which it was, you but can't he take put that the ball away. Only his receiver could get it. You know. You know what's crazy about the Tom Brady detractors, and I did not grow up as a fan of Tom Brady because obviously back then that's when I cared about the Dolphins. But he's been doing it with. From Troy Brown to Danny Amendola, but we still find excuses. Remember when Torch he Brown played defensive back? Yes. Like I, it, it's like I always just tell people <laughs> on social media. What else like, do you, you say about this? You can criticize all you want. I'll give the Giants the, their props, and that's where it stops. Like it, it doesn't make sense to argue with people about the situation anymore. Every time you put Tom Brady in a situation like we saw today, he finds a way to come out on top. But yet still, your people say, "Oh." Well, the flake gate, spy gate, all these other... But Who he's been hell? proving it since then. So what's your argument now? You had the uh, flake gate a few seasons ago in the AFC Championship game. He came back in the Super Bowl and beat the, des- the best defense we saw to that point in NFL history. Oh, my God. Sports fans that hate the Patriots are gals. Gals. They will not let the past die. No matter what happens now, they're going to bring up that one incident in the past that continues to just... Be Sh- completely irrelevant to the situation begets on your nerves. Shut up, logic. You know what the craziest yeah, thing is? This could have been the Jets. How? Belichick <laughs> said he rolled up on the Jets. Oh, oh, oh. no, nah, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't. I mean, mm. do you think Bill Belichick made Tom Brady, though? Like, it It had to be a perfect storm of events, though. Bill Belichick think, wasn't just going to do this with anybody. Like, this wasn't happening with Mark no, Sanchez. You, you, you have to look at it, though. The decisions that he's made throughout his career of keeping players... He knows what he's doing. Like, you can't say he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, he'll be Absolutely. Like, he's like, I'm not paying you that because I'm going to go get these three players that are going to produce, like, two more than you and win Super Bowls. That's why I, I, I don't get why people try to try to parse who gets the responsibility. And I understand and who gets the credit. I understand 24-hour sports network, you got to find hot topics to be able ESPN, to flip on. Like, you got, you got to do stuff like that. And because... The breakup, and that's something that we're going to get to later in the podcast, but the what people see as the eminent breakup of the Patriots dynasty, the split between Belichick, Brady, and Kraft, that almost became a bigger story than the actual game that was going to be played on the field. In fact, it was a bigger story because we just we need to find some chink in the armor. It was because such a big story. You forgot it, that they played the Titans last week. Yeah, I yes. did. I completely <laughs> forgot that they played the Titans. I don't even remember how they got to the AFC Championship. It's just a you know what they should just start the season in the AFC Championship. Chalk like, it up. Like stop doing the rest of this bullshit, making them go through sixteen games. People getting their spleens busted and their fibulas broken and cracked and getting concussions. Like just stop doing all of that shit and just let the Patriots start the season in the wild card round. How about we do that? Like let their preseason be the wild card round. And don't give them a bye. Just let them play in the wild card. Does it? I mean, I feel like that works best for everyone because I mean, the how, rest of this is an exercise in futility. How many years in a row have they? Or how many years? Four hundred thousand. Conf, uh, division Ever since championships in the last fifteen years, years or something like seven that. Straight. And the last time it was the Dolphins of all teams to you know stop it. Jesus Christ! 
I just on saying. The, on the other side of that, uh, so of course the, the Patriots advanced like everybody expected them to. But can we let Blake live? And yes. I'm gonna call. No, this, I, I this, was, seg- this segment is just gonna be John's segment. Just let Blake live. Go ahead. Right up First of all, a good game in Foxborough. He played a great game. No turnovers. I feel it was the coaching error, not letting him throw the ball deep. I don't think they used his legs enough to be able to, you know, adjust to the defense. When they played the Steelers, he had, what, 87 rushing yards? And that put the Steelers on their toes. This game is just like, you could, it's, you, you could call the plays like, this is going to be a play action here. What are they running? Play action. What are they running? Handoff. What are they doing? Fullback screen. It's just like, it was too predictable getting into the fourth quarter. They should have just said, you know what? Go deep. The loss was completely on the jocks of a coaching staff. No, it's, yeah. You, they almost, it wound up a point in the fourth quarter where you could look at the head coach and he realized, shit, I'm up on the Patriots in the fourth quarter. What do I, I have do? to do everything not to lose this. And he refused to call any aggressive play calls. Blake Boris was getting the ball down the field with his arm. And he refused to let Blake Boris throw the ball beyond like 10 yards up to one point. The beginning it, part of the fourth quarter, he didn't throw the ball beyond ten yards. Is Blake vindicated now, though? Do you think? No, that, I respect him a lot more. Do you think that performance? Was First a- of all, Blake ain't trying to play who, for your respect. Anyone who lost faith in Blake, screw y'all. Faith in Blake. He's a I want y'all to know how disgusted John is looking at each and every. No, they can see right it. Now. This is why I completely I'm wearing forgot that. <laughs> the throwback hat. Fiesta Bowl champions. Ah, yes. Fiesta Blake. Fiesta Blake. Yeah, this trust me, this podcast was supposed to be a lot different. Boy, but, Fiesta I mean, Blake would have won. I mean, he was didn't. Fiesta Blake in the first half, and he then all was. of a sudden, they clamped him down. They I said, mean, you know what? You're handing the ball off. I get it. The Jags are a good running team. We, but throw the ball 15 yards. I mean, Patricia and his pencil that he puts under his hat for no well, freaking reason. Pencil, bro. That that pencil he writes nothing. He writes nothing. That the card is laminated. Make, he doesn't he write a lot anything. Of the pencil is just there. He uses the anyway, pencil to guide players think, up and down the field. You know the the Lebertard quarterback ratings so how they have him ranked at seventy. Yeah. That will let that, no, what? that's that's Chris Sims. <laughs> Chris Sims. Do you think that they have to like reevaluate number seventy? No, and this is what this is why I wanted Blake Bortles to win the Super Bowl to embarrass everybody that spent the entire year talking about how horrible he was. Because there's no way you can tell me that Blake Bortles is the seventieth best quarterback in the NFL. That's this is the first time I hear that stuff. Yeah, okay, so Chris Sims made a rating the oh, ports. Oh, not even ports. Yeah. How y'all could take football advice from Chris Sims? How? I mean, think about it. Why wouldn't you? He are we qualified to talk about this no, more than but, Chris Sims? But we're not more qualified to talk about it than Chris Sims, but we're not putting Blake Bottles at 70th in the NFL. No, I got him at a solid, like, 12. I don't know. No, nah, give me 11 quarterbacks better than Blake Bottles right now. No, I'm just, I'm just saying I legitimately don't know. I, I don't know saying, how much I, I think, watch football. I think that's it? a respectable number. Steve McNair, something. I should have went with someone else there. I forgot he's no longer with us. That's horrible. Yes. I should have really went with somebody. I could have easily used Colin Kaepernick. Yes. I could have used anybody no. else. How did I choose the you person? You could have used Brett Favre. I could have. Yeah. I... Nah, if y'all put Brett Favre up there, he'd better than Blake. I like old Brett so much. Pause. Brett Favre so good at like age 47. Bro. Do you see him in the uh, the Copperfield commercials throwing yes. the ball to Jerry Rice? Amazing boy. They might as well sign to the Patriots. <laughs> Back up. No, he should have played for the Vikings tonight. He, sh- I told y'all, he should have played for the Vikings tonight. Speaking of how this podcast is going to be completely different, um, and I feel like we're going to name this podcast a dream deferred <laughs> because I spent the entire week. Listen, I was caping for this hard. We were going to make week. shirts. 
Blake and Case 2018 was more than just a game. Blake and Case 2018 was a movement. And Hashtag after, fling it. After, fling it, dog. After watching much of the coverage over the course of the week, and you even posted it in our Facebook group, Cardo, America was with me. Yep. America was with me. 47% of At sports that exact fans. moment, I figured out why Donald Trump won the election. They were... Because we all like chaos and anarchy and a bunch of shit. That is why Donald Trump won the election. And so, all I wanted was Blake and Case to be in the Super Bowl for them to throw wild errant passes and for us to all have a good time rejoicing that. Do you know the type of shot games you could have had, like drink games? I know. The drink? No, that would have been the most. No, Vegas would have gone broke though. That would have been the most. I need you to understand because all all kind of prop bets would have popped up. Blake, listen to me, Blake. Case drop had a seven step drop in the game today, and it looked like the most unquarterback thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, what the fuck was he doing? And he threw a five yard crossing route or oh, oh, sideline pass. He threw he threw a five pass forty five yards down the field. Like, I, so think, I think because of that amazing play that happened to end the game and the walk off win over the Saints. I think people forget all the garbage that Case was doing in that game. I wanted to see that man on the biggest stage because I would have been so excited. I knew he was going to throw a pick six in the Super Bowl. He threw a pick six in this game. In the second drive. They came out They came out hot. I mean, but all of that just brings me back to this, though. Are there even compelling storylines in the Super Bowl? Because the only thing I can think of is Brady chasing six. Other than that, what do we have? Like, I, I mean, I don't have. I, I understand it's different for you, Carter, because you're a diehard Patriots fan, right? I didn't have a horse in the race in the Super Bowl, so I wanted to root for the bullshit. I wanted to root for the anarchy. I wanted to root for Blake and Case. Now with Patriots Eagles, I mean, maybe I guess it would have been interesting if Carson Wentz was there, so you could have like I get people love the changing of the guard storylines, right? I don't know what to care about for this. I'm a casual fan. What am I supposed to care about? Because I got nothing. J.J. in the Super Bowl. Jesus Christ. Man, for Dolphin fans, that's all. No. What is it for a Dolphin fan? Something to watch. Why? It's not. Hmm. There's no emotional connection a Dolphin fan has to J.J. with them wearing the animal faces. Like, what's this? Underdog. Yeah, they're the underdogs. Nobody picked them to win any games after. But they're the number one seed. Yeah, but that happened before. Carson Wentz. I don't care. (laughs) They're the number one seed. I think Vegas still has them them as underdogs. Yeah, they do. But what was confusing to me is like how everybody jumped off the Eagles bandwagon so quick. And I'm like, these niggas was doing shit. I mean, Carson Wentz is a good quarterback, but... Nick Foles ain't that far off. No, but no, but see, that's the thing though. That's and this is why I was rooting for Blake in Case 2018 because people have become so enamored with the quarterback position. We, Imagine they, the interviews Blake would have given. They over exactly. They overpay it. They overestimate its importance. And I mean, it's just not everything people make it out to be. And so when Carson Wentz goes down, you think, okay, the quarterback's not there anymore. This entire thing is coming off the rails. Absolutely not. Because football is more than any other team sport. Football is probably the most team oriented of any of them. So are we going to start? Because I, you know, haven't seen any of the ESPNs or read anything online. How many comparisons are we going to get Brady to Jordan right now for the six? All day. Every day. 
from now till forever. That's where we're gonna go with this. That's yeah, all we bro. got. I mean, what I else mean, could they compare him to? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is why I didn't want this game to happen. No, I like don't it know used what I'm to be all oh, Brady versus Manning, and then it went from Brady versus Montana. And then there is nothing left to compare him to in football. So you compare him to the greatest athlete we know, Michael Jordan. Then after, if he wins this one. You can imagine if we have anything close to a good season next season. Are they going to do the, um? what was it, Sports Illustrated when he had the six rings, like Jordan? Are they going to do that with Brady? I assume so. I I, I mean, I, we're going to... It's almost predictable. We're bringing though. back a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. is Brady going to grab the football and jump? Or no, well, after he knees the ball <laughs> and put six in the air like this? I assume so. Like, he's just going to jump on the sideline and be like... Yeah. I assume so. I assume that's going to happen. I mean, this is just Jordan going for six again. But it's, I mean, it's kind of a bigger deal because it's football. You you yeah. don't imagine anybody doing something like this. So I, I, the only thing I could take from this is now it's really done. There's no other comparison you could make. There's no quarterback ever do the things that he's doing. And if you just minus the fact the that he lost. 40. You, you minus the fact that he lost two Super Bowls to the Giants, he would still have a good career. Then if you bring that into the into the discussion, the fact that he made it two more times, had good games, games. You have to say to yourself, like, who who's close to him in the sport of football? There's absolutely nobody is close. And I thought after the comeback against Atlanta, it was done right there. Like he was the goat. There's nothing that, else. To that say would have been it. a great way to ride out your career. Like I just came back from but the biggest you, Super Bowl. But why would you if you're still operating no, at the top I, of your sport? I understand. I'm not saying you should stop just cold, but I'm just saying, like, if he decided that that was his last game, you know what people would have said? That's a good way to go out. Yeah. That's like Ray Allen. Look at Ray Allen. Same thing with Jordan hitting the shot over Byron Russell. That was the last shot Jordan took. Jeez. I mean, that's iconic. Well, we know one thing. Brady isn't going to come back to the Browns and play quarterback at 45. Nah, nah bro. Nah, that's not <laughs> happening. But no. is, is the breakup eminent, though? Is the is the Kraft, Belichick, Brady but, breakup eminent whether they win the Super Bowl or not? Do they trade Tom Brady to the Browns for a second-round pick? I don't think they'll ever do that. I don't, no, I don't even get a laugh, no, that's, that's But this is what I, I find so, it's the Patriots. so crazy about this whole situation. And this is a point we had a conversation about a couple of weeks ago. Why are we defining it as a breakup? Like everything you think a good quarterback, coach, owner relationship could be, this relationship has achieved that. So why are we classifying it as a break? It has to come to an end. Like, why can't we just call it the end? It isn't a breakup. It's not going to be anything with you, fire, but, sparks, But you know why? It's, you know why it's considered a breakup, though? Because of the stories that have been coming out. It seems very salacious. It seems scandalous. It I seems, understand. It I seems 2018. With, I agree with Cardo like, that it, it isn't a breakup. But if, okay, you have the, you have the, it seems like something Shakespeare wrote because you have the backdrop of, okay, you have this established trio, coach, uh-huh. owner, quarterback, right? Yeah. You have this young, hot newcomer. It's it's almost the exact no, I, I, same I, I, story as any given Sunday. You have the hot young which newcomer is true, coming but up on any the given way. Sunday, and then they weren't on a streak of going to eight Super Bowls and winning. Okay, but I'm just I'm just telling you why it can be framed as a breakup. Because if you have if you have Tom Brady, if you have people saying Tom Brady basically forced Jimmy Garoppolo to be traded away what from the Patriots, hold on. You have if you have people saying that happened, and Bill Belichick is saying I want this guy to stay, and Brady goes over Belichick's head after you've been hearing for a decade and a half that he's very subservient, he would never do that, and he goes over Belichick's head, goes to Kraft and says, "Get this guy up out of here because I don't need him on my back as I'm trying to do this." I think that's a big deal because yeah, if, if see, he's not if if it's at the point now where he's circumventing 
Belichick's power, then that changes the dynamic of the whole thing. Okay, now I give you this much. That is a breakup if you follow the ESPN narrative. I always follow the ESPN narrative, which is which is horrible. Yeah. Hire, hire me. I hate my job. <laughs> <laughs> but if you follow the ESPN narrative, fine. It's a breakup. It's sad. It's it's demoralizing. It's, it's delicious. The same thing. It's the same thing they sold us with Kobe and Shock. And I was a Laker fan. That was gym. a breakup. No, but this is the point I'm trying to make to you. That one was a breakup. It was a breakup in the sense that yeah, they stopped playing with each other. They traded Shock. All that. But what I'm trying to say, the way the media. "Quote unquote," ESPN sold it to us. You assume Shock was getting ready to stop Kobe Bryant in the parking lot. Like that's the idea that they sold to us. Yeah, so no, wait, do we know that wasn't going to happen? No, because as you can see later on down the years, it was stupid. they wanted that's they, the that, that's what they wanted. That up. That, yeah. This is what I'm trying to say, and I feel like we're trying to. And I think Shaq, I think yeah. Shaq and Kobe played along with that, but saying, "You know what? Because it's going to sell more tickets. It's going to sell more merchandise. People are now going to be more interested in this." Like we sell this like, whole narrative. The media. We we sell this whole narrative of the Patriots in turmoil and all this other stuff. Jimmy Garoppolo was supposed to be Bill Belichick's next guy, but nobody chose to focus on the fact, like, "Yeah, dog, we ain't paying no back up the most." We, we never paid Tom Brady, top quarterback in the league, kind of money. Why would we pay it to Jimmy Garoppolo? Because your quarterback's 40. But then the problem when he is was with 28 that, and it's called, arguably the best yeah. quarterback. We didn't pay him that kind of money. It's called the Patriot way. Like, uh, why, why would you think we're going to pay Jimmy Garoppolo that kind of money? He's, of course they're not going to do that. They uh, got they got rid of the line. Who was the linebacker they got rid of because they didn't want to pay him? It started off with See? Richard Seymour. All, all of them. And then what the happened? Uh, they all came back for less money. Let's, let's, I, I don't have real football reasons to watch the Super Bowl or to follow any of you these storylines they're going to force dilly, me to dilly. follow I don't care so <laughs> I want to talk about good. I want to talk about us watching Tom Brady's hand over the co- is it two weeks yeah. yeah okay we need to watch Tom Brady's hand over the course of two weeks watch watch this doctor that's not a doctor watch Guerrero and see what's going on we gotta also, get his flight plans watch Tom Brady's travel plans because I don't know if he's going to be making any trips to Germany where's Giselle from Kobe she's from Kobe yeah Everybody's from Kobe if you're great. I just say it. Are you from Kobe? I want to be. Anyways, Giselle's... Isn't Giselle from Brazil? Isn't that a pause? (laughs) Yeah. Isn't Giselle from Brazil? Oh, I don't know what else. Anyways, she's from a foreign country. She's from Brazil. But she did a lot of modeling in Europe, so she must have connections in Europe. Some connections in Germany. Yeah. I'm just saying, I feel like we just need to watch what Do you think Tom Brady has Kobe on a speed dial? Yes. He definitely does. Yes. So, yeah, they're just going to be like, yo, what dog do you use? And he's going to come back, like what Bleacher Report did. With the bionic hand Shut and cutting his report. hand off. Yeah, ready. Uh, can we all agree that there's absolutely nothing interesting about the Eagles? No. Me and the I mean, somebody give me something. I understand they're wearing all these masks. I'm scared that Peter's going to show up to the Super Bowl <laughs> and throw like fake blood on them because they're wearing like animal stuff. That, that's the most interesting thing about them. That, that, that's all they're I thought about. They're wearing dog masks. I mean, Chris Long and Blunt. They they have to play against the Patriots now. So who cares? That's a storyline. No, I'm re- listen. I am really trying to find an interesting thing about the Eagles because I would like to be emotionally invested Here in this it is. game. Terrell Owens and Donovan McNabb coming back to play the Super Bowl against Patriots game. Donovan McNabb is fighting all sorts of sexual harassment stuff. He out there getting me tooed and he ain't got no job. T.O. is probably still buried under a mountain no, of child T.O. support. No, T.O. is in the media again. He up for the Hall of Fame. Still buried under a mountain Hitman of child Rodney support. Rodney going at it over who should be the first hey, one in. Hey, Hall of Fame don't stop child support payments. Yeah. Like, they ain't care about that. Like, you can't give I, that yellow I'm jacket. I'm you mentioned it to White. This could be you in but five years, bro. So, follow his situation really closely. <sighs> Why better keep getting them checks? 
He better stay in that league till forever. <laughs> I mean, he, he ain't making the Hall of Fame till 2040. <laughs> That's the thing. He got to be in the league to 2035. I don't know what to do with the Super Bowl. I'm just bummed out that that we don't have we don't have Blake in case. And that Blake, Blake would have been so great. In the- I have yet to talk to anybody that is going to sell me on. Carlo, uh, do your best job. Sell me on even watching this game because really about to win the MVP. Oh jeez, has he not done that before? I mean, yeah, but. What makes this time different? Go. Heineke ever win the MVP, the season MVP, and the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl MVP in the same season? He won season MVP. Yeah, he won it twice, but it wasn't Super Bowl yet. He won it this year. He about to win season MVP, but has he won it? Not yet. So you don't know. <laughs> this is fake news right now. Who who can stop it? The AP. John, why should we watch this game as somebody that's not emotionally invested in either team? Oh, John, making wing Super Bowl Sunday, so that's right. Well, we may have a gig, so none of us... First of all, no. Second of all, um, I don't care about the game. Yeah, me either. (laughs) I would like to go someplace where there's free drinks. Yeah. Um, Free food, possibly. Um, Yeah, that's about it. If you got some free drinks and free food, this Super Bowl is going to be very great. Yeah, so, I mean, y'all stay woke on that. There may be some things coming up where you may have your favorite football pundits... uh, we're working on some things. I'll I'll put it that way. More qualified than Chris Sims. We are absolutely not more qualified than Chris Sims, who grew up in a house with a father that's an NFL quarterback. He happened to be played NFL quarterback, quarterback at the University of Texas and sucked also at, played. Well, he was in good at Texas, but he sucked. In it the NFL. doesn't matter. He I'm played at saying. the University of Texas. Yeah. No time, and and we play? played flag in Nassau. He lose his play one time. Too. He did. He almost died on the football field. So you mean to tell me that man can't give his opinions on quarterback? No, he could. Yeah. Oh. He ain't better than Blake. I mean, he thinks Blake is the 70th best quarterback in the NFL. And he, at 12. best, was a dining. So, yeah. yeah. Dude, I wonder if he's going to rank himself in that rating. That would be hilarious if he puts himself in the it's top 10. It's not even 70, 70 quarterbacks in the league right now. Oh, all well, sorts of... Yeah, you know is. what? I'll, I'll get Ooh. the list. I mean, I'm not going to say all 70. He probably ranked Jalen Hurts ahead of Blake Bartles. He wrote um, Chad Henning. He he definitely put <laughs> Chad Henning ahead of Blake At, like, Bartles. number 50-something. What? Yeah. Chad Henning's 50-something. You know why we're getting thrown off the rails here? Because this matchup is not compelling enough for us to care about. So this is where we get off. This has been the read option. I was going to say yeah. something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. UCF national champions. I haven't said on the podcast yet.